Welcome to another episode of Women of Virtue, Vision, Victory. I'm your host, Kalina Gaines. Today's episode is entitled Transparency. So let's get started. But before I start, I'm going to um, start this way. So if you've ever wanted to write me to tell me how much you enjoy Women of Virtue Vision Victory, I I have an email where you can contact me at it, it literally the name of the email is women of virtue vision victory at gmail.com all lowercase letters no spaces or anything but women of virtue vision victory at gmail.com so if you ever want to contact to say hey how much you enjoy the show or just even just to reach out you can always reach me at women of virtue vision victory at gmail.com so on to this episode so as i am thinking about transparency and and what has been placed on my my mind today i'm thinking about how you know my ex that passed away i i think about him quite a bit um it's gonna be hard it hasn't been a year yet it's um he passed away in September, um, two days before my birthday, and I did not find out until the following week. And so it's still the living with the disbelief, but also just being honest where I am when it comes to his grief, it comes to my grief about his death. Um, but also just being honest where I was even before he passed away. So him and I, at the time of his passing, were not in a relationship, um, hadn't been in a relationship in three years because I broke up with him because I had reached a point in my, in my life that I had outgrown him in, in certain aspects. And I realized that I couldn't be who I desired to be if I was still connected to him and he couldn't grow the way he needed to grow being connected to me at that at that space when when I broke up with him it was the space it was kind of that like that moment of let them go and they'll come if they if they really love you they'll come back to you kind of thing I, I had the thought that you know us breaking up he would come back to me and we would you know we would grow separately as individuals but eventually come back together to be able to to build together see the thing is him and I talked about building a life together we talked about you know doing business that I would do my business first and that he would do his business second so that I could be home with the children we had planned a life together and so it's it was really difficult you know dealing with his death because all these hopes and dreams and aspirations that we had talked about and even after we broke up because I loved him from a space of openness and honesty and transparency because I loved him from a non-judgmental place from an unconditional place I loved him for him and saw him for him and accepted him for who he was and it was the first time in my life that I'd ever been like that with anyone 
And so it's been hard because it opened me into a very vulnerable space of being in a place that I'd never been before. So it's hard when you open yourself to choosing to love from unconditional places and from transparency and openness and honesty when you're choosing to do this it's really hard when you're when you're in a space in your life and then you have to move forward and you have to like okay well this relationship didn't work let's you know reevaluate let's you know move forward let's see if we can you know date again and it's it becomes difficult to be perfectly honest after him and I broke up, almost every man that I came across, I compared them to him. And anything that they had that reminded me of him, I didn't want anything to do with that man. I, I literally was judging other men because of just bad qualities that I saw in my ex. And that wasn't fair. It wasn't fair to anyone, not to them, not to me, not even to my ex. And I had to go through some spaces in my in my life where I literally had to work out the issues that I had when him and I broke up. I remember um, feeling some kind of way and just being so angry with him in 2020. Um, him and I broke up in 2019 and... I remember him calling me in 2019 and he would call me and the first time that he called me it made me so angry and it almost felt like he called me to try to make me be angry with him and that phone call I remember I remember sitting in my um in my dining area in my apartment and I remember just sitting there listening. It was it was late at night. It was about 10 o'clock my time. And I remember him just talking. And it's almost like he was trying to purposely make me angry. It's almost like he was literally just, he was blaming me and, and, and pointing fingers. And the, the whole conversation, it felt like he was purposely trying to make me angry and to go off on him and just to you know just be belligerent and and I didn't and instead of of being you know just belligerent and angry and just instead of having that moment it was literally that place of God I, I refuse to be angry I refuse I refuse I refuse and you know I I remember hanging up the phone and calling one of my church sisters and just told her about the situation and I just I cried because it was such a hard place for me because this was the first time that I had talked to him since we had been broken up and we had only been broken up a few months and at that point he already had another girlfriend so it made me feel some kind of way and we'd been involved with each other for seven years and at this at this point it's like you already have a whole nother girlfriend like for real dude like seven years meant nothing to a, to you and so I remember that and I remember he called me again in 2020 and he just would randomly call me and I remember getting so angry every time that he would call me because it's like why are you calling me for what reason are you calling me and just going through that place with him and being so angry not understanding why he was calling me because he would call and like oh I'm just checking on you he wouldn't call because he wanted to have a conversation it was like two seconds that he could have literally just sent me a text message and kept it moving but he would call me and it would anger me 
I remember having a conversation with my sister-in-law and um, going back down to, um, I went to Alabama for something and this in January of 2021. And I remember talking to my sister-in-law. I had gone to an event that my sister-in-law and um, her best friend had held. And um, I remember talking to them about it. And I'm like, I don't want, you know, I don't want to hold on to this anger that I had towards my ex. Um, I, di- I didn't want it because it was weighing on me. And it was something that I wanted to just, I didn't want to be angry with him. I didn't want to live in that space. Um, and this is just me being very transparent I was so angry with him. Um, I remember leaving um, Alabama on um, January 31st, 2021. Um, And I remember having a conversation with the Lord as I was driving out of Alabama back to Tennessee and saying, God, take this anger from me. I don't want it. You can, you can have it. I don't want it on me. I I don't want to be angry with him and take it away, Lord. And in that conversation, it just, it, he took it away. Just, just that, just that quickly. God took any anger that I had towards my ex and he took it away because I didn't want to hold on to it. And it wasn't just that day, you know, that I'd been feeling that way. It, it just was the first time that I actually had verbalized, God, please take this away from me because I don't want to be angry with him. I don't want to live in an angry space. And I had to truly learn to let go and to forgive him um, and to not operate from an angry space because I didn't, I didn't want it. Um, he still called me (laughs) every few months after that. Um, but I, I was able to handle it in a different space. And I actually ended up calling him a couple of times after that. And several times we had conversations before he passed away and he confessed some things to me that he did while we were involved with each other that, I knew nothing about and several times that he felt guilty about the things that he did and I never judged him and it was always I've always I've I've already forgiven you and so I knew that I needed to get from get to that space of just being forgiving of him get to that space of (sighs) releasing of anger because I don't, I don't want to hold on to anger because it, it weighs you. It, it, it brings you down. It puts you in a space that you truly are not in control. It controls you. And so just being perfectly honest, having the conversation with him. Um, and one of the last conversations that we had, um, not the last conversation, but one of the last conversations him and I had, um, I remember talking to him. It was last May and um, out of nowhere, just what I said to him literally just flowed out of my heart. And it was something that I should have said a long time ago, but it literally just flowed out of my heart. And it was such an emotionally charged moment. Both of us ended up crying over the phone. And um, it was that space of... (laughs) When I reflect on that moment, it's one of those, you can't tell me that that man never loves me because I could feel it. 
I could see it every time I looked in his eyes, every time I heard it in his voice, I knew he loved me. Was he perfect? Absolutely not. He was not perfect, but, but he's one of the first people in my life that I've never had to question whether he loves me or not. Um, because I knew it and I felt it. Um, I knew when something was wrong with him. I knew, I just knew it. We were connected in a way that is, it's truly hard to describe to anybody unless you've been connected with someone like that. And so just being perfectly honest, it's, it's been a space of, it's been really difficult to move forward. Because I was finally, you know, trying to deal with the fact that him and I would never be together again. And then, <laughs> and then a week later, he passed away. So I literally talked to him seven days for seven minutes before he passed away. And, and I take that as completion because it wasn't meant to be. It's been hard to swallow, but God knows exactly what he's doing completion is completion it's over it's over I remember talking to my ex seven days before he passed away because God said call him and so I called him God had told me to call him the day before but I didn't so God but God told me to call him and so I called him didn't know what I wanted to talk to him about but I called him talked to him briefly had dealt with a little bit of anxiety and depression that week but I I had called him and we talked for a little bit And I remember him talking to me and I remember him saying to me, Kalina, I got to get up and go to work in the morning. And it was the first time he'd ever rushed me off the phone. And I felt some kind of way about it, to be perfectly honest, because he'd never rushed me off the phone before. It was never that moment of, you know, I got to go, this, this, and this. It didn't matter what time it was. He always talked to me. Now, if he was awake, he'd answer the phone. He, he, it wasn't like he would ignore me. He would always, you know, talk to me but for him to rush me off the phone it kind of was like really what is your problem but that was the last time that I talked to him I didn't know it was going to be the last time but I remember hanging up the phone that day and God said to me clear as day I hear God say you are deserving and worthy of more for me that's all I needed to hear so to truly understand No matter what it was that I felt, no matter how I felt towards my ex, no matter how we felt towards each other, I was deserving of more. I was worthy of more than what my ex could ever have given me. That I am a prize, that I'm a jewel, that I'm priceless, that I'm deserving of more than what he was and what he could have been, that I was deserving of more than that. And so it's it's been really difficult to move forward, but it's also that space of, I'm deserving of more. I'm worthy of more. And trusting God through this place and this process. <laughs> man, walking in faith and trusting God is not an easy place to be. It challenges you in ways that people don't even tell you or prepare you for. They have they don't tell you how mentally taxing it is to to lean on faith when everything around you says to not believe what God says says is going to happen. They don't tell you no, you know how exhausting it can be when you are saying no, this is going to be this is what this is, this is what God says, this is what God says. They don't see it like, you know, 
like God has shown it to you. So it's hard when you got people around you that don't see what God has shown you because your vision is for you. So as I continue to trust and believe that God does have a husband for me, that's only for me, it, it's not an easy space, but it's definitely a, I'm going to continue to lean and believe and trust that God truly has a man that's after her, after his own heart and a man that is worthy and deserving of me. And as I continue to move forward and, and, and just be in this space, trusting God, I'm going to continue to be transparent, open and honest of where I am and how I'm feeling because at the end of the day not being transparent about where you are where you've been what you've gone through is not going to help you heal it's not going to help you move forward and you're going to continue to stay stuck so I'm very open about where I am um as it comes to dating and as it comes to just my my grieving process um most days I'm okay some days not so much my main thing is just, you know, taking it one day at a time and getting through this first year and, and trusting God that, you know, he has my best interests at heart. And so if anybody else has, has been in this space where I am, I truly understand what you, what you're feeling and what you're going through. And it's, it's not an easy journey, but just to tell you, you're not alone there's somebody else that's 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 that supports you in this space and that that prays that God truly continues to comfort you and give you courage and peace in this space and that you understand that God is not going to allow you to go through anything if he hasn't already figured out the end of that thing continue to keep your head up and be encouraged this has been another episode of women of virtue vision victory I am your host, Kalina Gaines. I will finish with our mantra. I am a virtuous woman full of vision and I am victorious. Remember, you are amazing. You are powerful. You are worthy. You are deserving. Now go be the beautiful flower that God has designed you to be. Peace.